0: Welcome back to That's Fried the podcast. Okay, that is literally the ten thousand. I can't even speak. At this rate, there's literally not even going to be an intro. I've literally tried about ten thousand different times now to say the intro without it sounding extremely cringy, and it's just I don't think I actually think it's possible. So this is going to be the intro. Basically, the general gist is welcome back. Um, it's just me today, and you're hosting the show. And the reason I say welcome back is because I realised that it's been about a hundred years since there's been an episode of That's Fried. It actually feels like it's been about a hundred years since I've done anything fried related. Um, I know all fried like platforms have been so like inactive and it's completely like completely my fault. Um, I... I don't really know what happened. I finished exams and then at around the same time, lockdown was lifted, um, and restrictions kind of eased and stuff. So I think like the extra freedom like went to my head a bit, and I don't. I just haven't really like been at home and stuff. Um, the same as everyone else, I guess. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you haven't noticed. Maybe you have noticed. But I just wanted to like clear that up, um, because I felt bad that there was literally no warning it just we just stopped posting nothing was happening um but we're back now and I really hope that from here onwards it's going to be more consistent and I'm saying that on here because then I have to stick by it um but yeah basically I'm sorry that there's been not really much activity in the last few weeks but hopefully from here onwards it'll be different um but anyway Today's podcast is in conjunction with the story entitled Think Inside the Box, which featured it in Friday Issue And I felt like this was a fitting one to do this week for a number of reasons. Um Firstly, I feel like in general, like this whole pandemic and coronavirus ha- has been like a really political time for not just Ireland but all over the world. Like governments everywhere are extremely active. Not if they're not active in general, but I feel like in ways that are different, like there's been more strain on governments because of coronavirus um so there's that but then specifically for Ireland I feel like there was a lot of political changes even before coronavirus Um, So, there was a lot of, like, excitement around the election and hoping, like, you know, that Sinn Féin would get in and it would be different this time. And then Sinn Féin did get in and everybody was delighted. And now Sinn Féin are not in (laughs) anymore, really. So, there was, like, that was a bit of a shit show for Irish politics. And then, most recently, um, Leo Varadkar, who feels like he's been our Taoiseach since the beginning of time. It feels like he literally is the Taoiseach, like, it's a part of him. Um... Now he's suddenly not the Taoiseach and Michal Martin is, um, which is kind of funny too because it's like he's passing over the, I don't know, the flame or whatever you call it, um, to, I guess like his Irish enemy, um, you know, Fianna Fall rivals, um, so yeah, that was like another change in politics. So yeah, just in general, it feels like, you know, it's like, a, kind of a, a big time I guess for Irish politics um but secondly and kind of like most importantly for why I was doing this today is because I actually wrote this story and it's probably single-handedly the main reason I wanted to start fried in the first place um I guess I don't even know where to begin explaining why like I definitely was one of those children who was like but why but why but why like about everything and I like never grew out of that like even now like I just always am asking like but why or like why does that happen like it's not enough to just be like this is the way it is I have to be like but why um so yeah I guess i I guess it kind of starts like I was always curious about like the government and you know when you're younger and like your parents would be watching RT news and like you know they'd be there might be an election or whatever they'd be like tuning into the budget or you know different things or you'd hear about like politics or even like your local county councillors and people like you know going off canvassing trying to get votes like I was always like why what's that for like explain it to me but then I guess I was too young or else my parents were just too lazy but like they didn't really explain it um and then as I got older in secondary school I kind of was still wondering like you know what's the story with this like because obviously like well you know you're always you, you always kind of have like a it's just like a general understanding that like the government and politics and all that stuff is kind of important and like the news is like important so anything that's on the news is like important and like really official or whatever but then you don't like you never really thought like but wait like what is it you know you just know it's important but like what's important about it that's how I felt anyway as a child um and then when I went to college I actually like it wasn't even by choice like as in my course in journalism one of our modules was Irish politics and I'm so glad that I had to do this module like it's still one of my favorite modules I ever did and basically you know it's pretty self, self-explanatory self it explained how Irish politics works how laws are made like how bills are passed like um you know basically the houses of the um, the Shannon and everything um, which is obviously really beneficial and everybody should know that but that was like the big thing for me I was like but why were we not taught this before now and then there's also like the big kind of looming question in my head was like if I didn't have to do this module right now when would I have ever learned this stuff and then that was like the really big thing that was weighing on my conscience like I just couldn't understand like like if I didn't do this class I would not when would I have learned all this stuff like literally when would I have learned all this stuff because up until that point I didn't know how laws were made in Ireland I didn't fully understand like the Oireachtas didn't fully understand like counsellors or like basically like politicians and TDs like what powers like I knew what they were kind of vaguely like you know I had a fair idea but I didn't actually know like the power they possess or like what they actually do like what their role actually entails and I was like 19 like in first year of college but like everyone I feel like everyone is like that like I don't know everyone has pretty much the same secondary schooling experience in Ireland like it's the same system that covers the whole of Ireland so if I wasn't learning it like I'm pretty sure you weren't learning it like I definitely know the people in my school weren't learning it unless they were being taught it at home or were looking it up themselves, which is, you know, kind of unlikely, Um, but yeah, I just found that baffling, because I was like, this is so fucking important, like, this is literally how our country is run, like, this is, you know, this, like, who we elect determines, like, you know, basically how our country is run, yeah, like, how we live our lives, so I was like, why were we not taught this, like, I just could not get my head around it, and I guess it's a lot because I do journalism like I'm kind of wired like to think like okay if there's something that's like weighing on your mind or you're interested in something that's a good story op so I kind of had already been writing stories for a couple of different publications like I've had written a couple of stories for Fact magazine and like Unfuckle and stuff but I just felt like this one I don't know it just meant more to me and like I felt like it was more important um than just like a one off story like I wanted it to be like kind of substantial or something um but I didn't know so I kind of just like sat in it for a while because I was like oh I'm definitely going to do something with this in the future I just don't know what yet but I think it like definitely planted the seed in me for like the desire to like inform and to be informed as well and like the thing about fried magazine and like I discussed this in the first podcast and it's discussed in the magazine too is one of the main concepts of fried is to basically be like the big sister you never had and to cover topics that you wouldn't learn elsewhere like you're not taught in school like to be that kind of platform where you can learn the things that you should know but you haven't been taught and you might not know where to find out about um so I definitely think this story started that for me like it planted that seed where I was like okay why don't we know this like someone needs to tell us this okay why don't i be that person to tell people this you know to spread this message um and other stories in fried that are kind of like similar to this is you know there's a whole story on the sexual health or sexual health like education in ireland and how it's taught in schools and how like the points it misses on like you know gay sex and um you know how to protect yourself from hiv and stuff and aids um discussed that and then there's also stuff on like trans healthcare. so it's kind of like filling in those gaps that like secondary school creates basically um so yeah that so this story kind of means a lot to me personally like I would say it's kind of my baby like out of all my stories that I wrote for um fried um, and another point I kind of want to touch on is that throughout this whole process of writing this story I was in constant communication with my politics lecturer who was just so amazing like he Made that class so interesting like he like I just loved that class like and I feel like I learned so much and gained so much from it um but yeah like I like I was really conscious that like if I'm going to be informing people I want to make sure that the information I'm giving out is correct so yeah I kind of got him to I guess like fact check it like I was going back and forth with him just to make sure that like everything I was saying was you know made sense and was like when I was describing laws and making and you know the processes basically of the government and stuff that everything i was saying was correct so yeah i just wanted to like point that out that i did get a bit of like guidance like i didn't just but i'm not claiming anyway that's another thing like i'm not claiming that i'm like a law expert or like a politics expert like i'm really not um and there, i i i'm sure that there'll be people who disagree with some of the things i say or that i think some of the stuff i say as well i couldn't find like Not even necessarily the right words, but there's just some of the analogies and stuff I use people might argue against or not agree with. Um, which is fine too, but yeah, I just want to stress that like I'm not an expert, so yeah, just take that into account. Um, but yeah, so basically the whole story in the magazine, think inside the box, it's about like the whole like the name itself, like the title kind of gives it away. Um, it's really about the importance of voting in ireland and the importance of young people to understand that their vote counts um but also not just that your vote counts but that it it can only count if it's your vote if it's your opinion like what you believe in like not your parents not anybody else it has to be yours um and i kind of start off the story um just talking about basically what i described there like how you know I couldn't understand why we were not taught this in secondary school and a big thing that was kind of like blew my mind about that was that I was 18 when I was in like the September of Leaving Cert so I was 18 I was eligible to vote vote for a full year in secondary school I would have been eligible for a vote but I wouldn't have had a clue what to vote for like I would have just went with whatever my parents are voting for And there's nothing wrong with having the same beliefs as your parents but it's more the fact that people don't even check what their parents beliefs are. Like people are just so not bothered with their voting or educating themselves that they're literally just like oh you know an election comes up and it's just like another thing you have to get off the to-do list. Like you just ask your parents oh who are you voting for I'll just put down whoever you're voting for and you know absolutely nothing about the person whatsoever but you would still give them your vote. And there's literally no doubt in my mind that that happens so much in Ireland that young people are just asking their parents who they're voting for and just throwing down whatever they're doing um which is really not right like because you should be you know educating yourself and voting for the best candidate you believe deserves that position or deserves that role and like to be honest I definitely do blame secondary schools for this like I just don't understand why it's not being taught in schools. Like, I know people make like loads of jokes about how you know maths, like it's so pointless. Why are we learning about Pythagoras' theorem and blah blah blah? Um, in maths and like to be fair, I'm actually hopping on that bandwagon because I think that you know if it came down to it which is more important learning Pythagoras theorem here or learning how like the government functions in your country like I definitely think it's more important to learn your government like that's a really stupid um comparison but honestly this is a debate for a different day because the list of things that I believe should be taught in schools and aren't is honestly about the length of my arm um so I'm not even going to get into that now but I just can't fathom why it's not taught in schools about the government and I know, like, because I've asked people about this before, and I know apparently you learn a bit about it in um history, but I didn't do history in school. Like, that's an optional subject, and like, fair enough if you choose to do that, but you don't like choose to pay like taxes. You don't choose to like opt out of like. You can't just be like down the road. Oh, when the budget comes in or whatever, there's like tax increases or you know wage cuts or whatever. You can't just be like, oh, oh, sorry, no, actually. I actually didn't do history back in Leaving Cert, so I didn't learn about this, so it doesn't apply to me. I'm just going to opt out for this one. Like, we don't have that option, so why is it optional to learn about the government or not? You know, it doesn't make sense. But also, I think that what is actually taught, even in history, is so, so, so minimal that you don't actually learn anything of value. Um, I know as well that, like, in junior cert, in or is it, or CSP, I can't remember if that's last year sir, or even, sir, you do learn, like, a little bit, like, I remember hearing, like, you know, I knew what a t-shirt was, like, I knew what a TD was and stuff, but, like, when I say I knew what they were, I mean, like, I knew their term, and, like, I briefly knew, oh, they're somewhere in that hierarchy, like, oh, he's the top guy, like, he's the top dog, he, he does something else, oh, not quite sure why he does, like, I was familiar with the names, like, I knew, like, you know, if someone said, like, oh, something about the Shannon, I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember hearing about that, like, but you would know much more, um, but, yeah, so, I don't know, I just think the argument that, like, oh, because I've heard people say that before, like, oh, but you learn about that in CSP, like, no, you don't, like, you literally have to, like, take a box, like, who's the Taoiseach, and, like, the options would be ridiculous, it would literally be, like, Leo Recker, Homer Simpson, like, do you know, it would be random stuff, like, you're obviously gonna know who it is, um, but just because you know who they are doesn't mean you know their role or anything, um, so, I don't know, I just, Really, really strongly believe that you should be taught this in schools. Like, I, I have no idea why you're not. Um. So yeah, that was like, like as I mentioned already, like that was like literally the main thing why I was like, why the hell do we not know this? Like, we need to know this. Like, people need to know this. So like, I think when you put it kind of in this light, it's easy to understand why, you know, yeah, not just teenagers, but you know, I keep saying teenagers. I'm not like bashing them or anything, but like. I feel like that's why, especially like eighteen year olds when you're only in secondary school and you know, if it if an election or whatever came up, you're just gonna vote for who your parents are voting for because you don't have any other means like to know who else to vote for. Like you're not taught in school. As far as I can remember, we didn't even get like, you know, like leaflets into school or whatever, you know, when from um campaigners or sorry, like from counsellors you know you you weren't given information like so where were you where were you meant to learn like who to vote for or, or even what you would want or what you should want what you should be looking for like we weren't shown any of that so it's easy to understand then why you're just gonna vote for whoever your parents are voting for but like that's wrong and also I think as well it's such a like huge misconception that politics are just for old people like I definitely <laughs> always thought that growing up like I would just be like okay RT news I'm out like and you know here there are certain words like you know pensions you always hear about pensions when it comes to politics and stuff and I found that like a really interesting point that my lecture made in um college when I was doing this module. Is that the reason you hear so much about pensions, especially with councillors, when they're campaigning and like, you know, they're wanting to get elected, TDs, blah blah blah. Um, the huge thing that they always bring up are pensions and how, oh, I'll make sure that your pension rights are unreal. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort you right out, like don't you worry about that. And it's because old people vote like they're the ones who vote and votes get people elected and people getting elected gets them power and it gets them big bucks and big money um so basically it's just like a little food chain you know it starts with like the you know the the old people basically who are interested in politics and who give their votes um that's who politicians are going to listen to because they want their votes like that's at the end of the day votes are their money like um but I thought that was interesting because he just made the comparison then he was like you know you never hear about politicians campaigning saying I'm gonna get students on real fees like I'm gonna fix your fees right up I'm gonna sort that right out for you I'm gonna make sure that you know no landlord fleeces students again I'm gonna fix this all up for you that's why you never hear that because we don't vote like people don't vote that's not where the votes are the votes are with the old people because politicians know without a doubt that people will say let's say over 70 they're always going to vote because culturally that's just how it goes and they're the ones who have the interest they're the ones who sit down and watch artinis they're the ones who read in the paper they're the ones who keep up to date with the government not people our age so that's why you don't hear about them campaigning for our rights and stuff because we're not going to vote for them so why would they bother to waste their time on us when we're not gonna you know repay them with the vote that they're after like that's their end game and if we're not going to fulfill that why would they chase after us like I'm not saying that this is right or anything I'm just saying that that's how it goes like that's just the way it is um but I just found that really interesting, and like the more I learned about it, the more interested I got, and then the more kind of enraged I was that like why the fuck are we not taught about this in schools like why, you know why is this going under the radar when like it's such an important thing and like and just to kind of like put into perspective like why this actually is important because, I feel like a lot of people are like yeah 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 like the government it's important I know, like it's to do with law making. Blah blah blah. Our taxes, the budget. I should care, but fuck it. Like, what can my vote really do? Like, I feel like a lot of people like have that attitude, and that's why you should be taught more about it in school and like learn like all the basics. Because the other side of it is like it sounds way more complicated than it is. Like, like yeah, sure, it is complicated, and like lawmaking and stuff, especially like I don't have a clue. Like to be honest, like I know the basics, but like I wouldn't know like all the nitty gritty because like, I don't need to either, you know, and, like, the average person doesn't need to, but, like, once you know the basics, I think that's, like, what's most important, like, I think it's important to at least understand the basics of it, but, like, to put it kind of into perspective, like, it is important because every, like, social issue, like, every, like, most problems you have, a lot more people have, like, a lot of your personal problems are actually, like, social problems, so, like, even let's take something like small like I feel like for students and I touch on this in um the magazine because it was something that like I really was like struck by myself is a huge problem that so many people face is okay firstly there's like the rent prices but you know I feel like there's a lot of talk about that anyway um but aside from like rent prices there's like rent conditions especially for students so like there's basically no like kind of rental like regulations for landlords renting out houses and like student accommodation especially they're literally allowed to fleece you for a house that's basically a glorified shed like it's it can be so bad like i lived in college court and yeah it was unreal like it was so fun but the house was shit like and like for the price you're paying you're not getting any kind of quality for it and, like, I'm talking, like, the furniture was no joke, I'd say, from the 90s, like, like, it's, f- like, really old, like, even before that, I actually say the 80s, probably, like, the curtains and stuff were so old, the wardrobes were ancient, like, even, like, the doors were so bad, my window was single glazed, like, you, I don't even think you can buy single glazed windows anymore, so, like, the heating was pretty shit in the house, like, the landlords just put absolutely no effort in whatsoever because they don't have to. There's no law saying that their house has to be of any kind of certain standard. And then they are they can just charge as much as they want because they know the demand is there and they know that students don't really stand a chance kind of against them. And I know that doesn't really seem like a political issue, but like it's a social issue and social issues tend to be political issues. Like they are, because the thing is like, like I was saying earlier kind of back to the pensions the government are they want votes like as in TDs councilor, they want votes to get in to government um and they get those votes from people who are willing to vote and from people who are paying attention but it just so happens that people are and stuff aren't very like tuned in um and I'm not saying that's everyone, because it's not, but I'm just saying that, like, I actually genuinely would love to see the statistics on this kind of stuff as well, like, if anybody knows where I can get them, please show me, or enlighten me, or, like, to see some kind of study on this, because I do think it's fair to say that, like, the majority of people, like, don't care, or, like, the most they would know about this is from, like, the odd tweet about it, but, like, they would know in depth about laws, or, like, the government, or how it functions, and also, I think that, like, it it does have to be said that our generation or just recently I think people are waking up so much more and caring so much more like you can see such a difference that I think like social media probably plays into it as well but you're seeing so many people like I don't know my age like 22 or whatever um like being way more active and you know talking out about this stuff on twitter like educating themselves on it like talking about stuff on instagram like loads of people are really involved in like trying to get Sinn Féin into government and stuff um which is really good to see um but there's still like a long way to go I think and I still feel like politicians and like the government they don't they still we're still basically not at the same level as like you know people over 70 or like you know, we're still not, like, that valued, I feel like. As in, it's still going to be, like, the, you know, parents or, like, um. you know, pensions. Kind of stuff that doesn't really apply at our age. Like, they will later on, but, like, there's nothing really in place to, like, support or, like, take care of, you know, people at our age. Um. But, yeah, I just found that interesting. That there's really nothing on this. And I i was like literally i was just like mind blown because i was like surely there's like some kind of human rights like blah, blah blah but then i was like there's just there's no like drive enough like to you know solve this like they they have no incentive to be like for counselors to go around and be like oh, okay i'm gonna like i'm campaigning to improve your living conditions in college campuses or i'm gonna you know fix like the rental prices for a college accommodation like there's they don't do that because they've no incentive to because they know that it's maybe going to get them a couple of votes at most like um so they put their energy into places that they are going to get their votes um and in the magazine i kind of like bring in democracy to this which in hindsight i'm like i don't really know if it's the best analogy or kind of comparison that i went to um but basically the point i was getting to is like that you know we give out like all the time about our government and stuff but at the end of the day we actually do live in a democracy which if you looked up the meaning of it it would give you something like state rules by elected representatives so like the key word is elected like they're elected like we choose who is ruling us um and i think that's important because they do play a huge part in what laws are passed and you know like what laws are passed determines like what we're abiding by like how we live by on like a daily basis um and yeah I just thought like that was important so on the topic of law and stuff I may as well explain now how laws are actually passed in Ireland um so like I said earlier like this is obviously more complicated like there's you know there's more nitty-gritty details to this but I'm just going to explain it in the most basic kind of simplistic form and it actually also features in the magazine in like a comic book strip kind of like a shrapik tour like a play on that Um, which was done by Sean Parnell and it's really really good Um, and I was so happy like to kind of work with Sean on this because when I was in the middle of writing the story I knew that I wanted to explain how um laws are passed in Ireland like that was a huge part of what this story was but I did I felt like writing it just didn't do it justice and in my head when I was trying to think how the processes went like I I work in like stages and like I doodle a lot when I'm like you know planning stuff out or if I was like studying myself like it would all be like spider diagrams and shit like that so um I I thought of this idea to like do kind of like like a comic book kind of thing, and I ran it by my lecturer, and he was like, "I love that idea. Like, will you please send it to me afterwards? Like, I could use that for future lectures." Um, so I asked Sean would he do it, and he did such a good job. Like, it turned out so much better than I even imagined. Um, and explains it really well. So I'm gonna, I actually already posted that on the Instagram, but we'll post it again. Um, with this podcast because it is really useful, probably more so than what you're about to listen to. Um, but basically, I'm just gonna explain it anyway, and this kind of explains like not just lawmaking but it, it, it kind of explains a good few things about um the government in ireland so first of all um oireachtas nahirn which you'd hear about like quite frequently if you're listening to anything related to irish law um is basically the legislator of ireland so it consists of two houses the shannad and the doll and then also the president of ireland um so the doll is kind of the main one you'd hear about um this consists of the Taoiseach and the ministers and it's part of the government. Um so the Taoiseach is kinda of like the top dog, like he kinda of calls the shots. And then the ministers will be below him and the ministers there's it's basically someone appointed to represent all the different kind of I guess you could say like subcategories of Irish society. Um so the other would be like the minister for education, the minister for health, the minister for housing, um, you know all those kind of like subcategories, um, and then there's other members of the Dáil. All the rest are called TDs, um, which literally means like chóc dálach, so it's literally just members of the Dáil, um, and these represent the different areas of Ireland. So when you think of like your local councillors or whatever, like your local TD, um that's the person who like represents your constituency so their job is literally to be your voice in government like it's if you think of it like Chinese whispers or something like they're passing on whatever concern you have to the relevant minister who then will you know start this conversation in government like that's how it's like passed on um so he's kind of like your I don't know your like middleman um so in the example I use in this comic book strip is about unpaid fair or unpaid co-op which I believe is unfair um and the reason I picked this because I was in the middle of my co-op at the time so it was kind of fitting um I don't know in real life how successful this would be if you actually went to your like local TD or whatever and was like I want like more fair co-op like I don't know if it's like top of their agenda but um, I put it in there anyway um but it's a good example anyway of how a concern that you might have personally that you could pass on to your TD um so yeah this example I use so it just depicts like a regular person will say me I go to my TD local TD and say look like unpaid co-op is so unfair like I want you to do something about this like why is this happening blah 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 And then his reply to me would be, I'll let the Minister of Education know, because that would fall under the Minister of Education. Um, So then what would happen is this TD would go and take your concern and voice it to the relevant minister in the Dáil. So he'd stand up and say, I propose a bill for fair working conditions for work placement college students. And then other TDs who may also have been hearing, you know, Um, concerns about this from their local constituents could stand up and say I agree same whatever okay so then after that the ministers and TDs can propose bills addressing these issues Um, when the Dáil agrees on a bill they pass it on to the second house which is the Shannon and this is where the bill is debated and discussed in more kind of detail um so while TDs and the Dáil deal with the daily issues of their constituents senators and the Shannon dig into proposed bills like they go into more detail so it's kind of like if you just think of it like a food chain so like we're like the bottom guys and you know we're going about our day living our life in Ireland and then you know we have all these concerns and if we have a concern that we feel strongly enough that like this needs to be solved we could go to our local TD pass it on to him, tell him our concern. He goes to the doll. He tells everyone in the doll. They agree on it. The ministers, they all have a chat about it. And then they pass it on to the shanid. And the shanid will then, the TDs and the shanid, they're gonna dig into it in more detail and like tease the whole problem out, um, because that's their job. Their job is to be like the investigators we will say. Um whereas the doll they're constantly just getting all these concerns and taking them in and then deciding what deserves to be discussed more by the Shannon and what doesn't, and then they're just passing it on. So they're kind of more to do with the daily running of the country and stuff. Um so then these are these like proposed bills are what become legislation. So if the Shannon and the doll agree on a bill and it abides by the constitution, the president signs it making it law. So the constitution also comes into it. So the constitution basically just outlines like I think most people know what the Constitution is, outlines like the laws of the country, um, kind of like, you know, the beginning when Ireland first made its laws, made the constitution. And then but if it's not um deemed constitutional, so if it's not in the constitution like, there's no mention of it, and um, then referendum is run to let the people decide. Um, so then that's you know, when you hear about referendum like even like for repeal the eighth that was probably like the biggest because they wanted to the reason it was called like the eighth amendment is because it was amending the Constitution like it was changing the constitution there was no mention in the constitution of you know allowing abortion or whatever um so they needed to change the constitution so that's why it came back to the people to be like okay do you think this is worth changing and we voted yes so that's why it became the eighth amendment um so that kind of sums up how laws come into play so how voting comes into that then is when it would come to a referendum you know you have to vote so that's when you go to like your ballot or whatever and you have to vote and um, like tick the box for whatever you believe in and then that's how an amendment or a change to the law will come about um but that kind of explains briefly I think anyway um all the different parties who are involved in the government and like the Oireachtas and um, like I said it's you know that's not like a very comprehensive explanation but it kind of just gives you a brief idea of like how it works cuz i think a lot of people don't know that like i didn't know that i'm not ashamed to admit that i didn't know that i wasn't taught it in school um not in as much detail as i think it should have been anyway um but yeah i feel like this is going to be such a like jumbled up podcast um because i kind of decided to do it last minute cuz i was like i just really want to get the podcast back in the swing of things again and this is something I wanted to talk about so I just thought it would be a good thing to start us back off with um but I hope it makes sense and that my thoughts aren't completely just jumbled up and just nonsensical but um yeah I hope that kind of gives you an idea of why voting is important like I think it's obvious that it's so important that people should be utilizing their vote and people should be more aware of the government and you know why it's important how your vote matters how it affects you because really if you think about it like honestly think about like the problems you have in your life and like a lot of them are like socio kind of political problems like they do in some way relate back to the government like you know if your you know your rent prices are really high that's a huge thing like the, the government are the ones who decide the you know the rent regulations in Ireland like I know the EU have a part in laws and stuff as well but you know largely the government are responsible for that stuff and you know we're responsible for who we elect and what we vote and stuff so I think I don't know I just think it would be like a good kind of task for yourself to like sit down and think about okay what are the things that I'm struggling with currently in my life or what are the things that stress me out what would I like to change and I bet you if you go through the list you'll realize that a lot of it is related to like legislation and legislation relates to the government um and yes I realize as well there's probably some stuff that I've definitely said wrong or things that like I don't even realize because I'm definitely still learning this about this stuff too and like that's another thing like I actually find it hard to find information that's easy to digest like to be fair the Oireachtas website has really good information and it is quite easy to understand but it only goes so far and also I personally would love to learn more about all the individual parties and like you know, um, different, like, candidates and stuff, but it's hard to find information that's not, like, super biased, because obviously, if you go on, let's say, Fina Gale's website, everything you're going to read is going to be, like, super nice, it's going to be amazing, like, because they're, like, trying to sell themselves, um, but then on the flip side of that, I don't know if it's the best thing either to just take everything you read on Twitter as, you know, like, an academic kind of reference, because it's, that's all opinion and stuff as well, it's not really, like, fact-checked and things so it's just kind of hard to find like unbiased like real information um so yeah that's kind of a toughie so I still I'm like really trying to learn stuff and if anybody has any tips on where I can find like more information that's not biased and stuff I really would be so grateful because I actually struggle with that and I know there was like a good few like I think it was like an app or something you could do online for um the election not so long ago which was such a good idea to help you find like a candidate that like suited you best um yeah I'd love to hear people's thoughts too on the whole concept that um schools should be teaching this stuff like I 100% like without a doubt think that there should at least be a class even if it's just when you're leaving sir even if it's only like a six-week course and it doesn't have to be super boring either because like like I said I think a lot of people think of politics as being like so boring like just something for old people like RTE news pensions like the budget why would I care about that I'm only 19 or 20 but it's not, like, you not those of the stuff applies to you as well, like, like I was saying, you know, I keep thinking, it's just because the things that are relevant to me are, like, rent prices, um, unpaid co-op, like, um, you know, rent conditions, um, college fees, like, intuition fees, um, the reason I keep using those examples are because they're, like, the main things that apply to me, but there's also stuff, you know, on, like, you know, mental health services, like, that falls back on the government and stuff, like, you know they choose like the budgets that different departments and stuff get um so you know there is stuff like you know if you're someone who's complaining that you don't you're not able to get you know the counselling that you you know signed up for I don't know two months ago and you're not going to get it until December like if you're someone and that's a problem you have that's a socio-political problem that's a problem that concerns the government like that's something that you know should make you interested in the government um so yeah like it is important basically to sum it up it's important and it's important to think inside the box to vote like if you haven't been voting before now you really should and like educate yourself before it comes back around um but yeah I'd love to hear people's thoughts on secondary schools introducing something like this um or if anybody has any information or any points that I didn't mention or things you think I should know, I would love to hear them. Um so yeah, I might put something on Instagram for people to um you know, write their whatever notes or anything to chip in your two pence. Um so yeah, I hope this wasn't as rambly as I thought and people enjoyed it and I'll see you next week for the next episode. Um, Also going to be announcing the winner of the competition too. I let it, I actually intentionally let this run out a while because I was hoping more people would enter. So if anybody else wants to enter, I might give it one more week and then call it a day. going to have to just pick a winner. Um, I just wanted to leave it go as long as possible to see, um, you know, to give people a chance to enter in and try win a copy and stuff. There'll be a few other goodies in there as well um so yeah the competition is still live on instagram if people want to enter and thank you so much for listening and i'll talk soon it's me again i'm back i've just finished listening to the podcast um from editing it and listening back i realized that there's like a couple of like kind of like discrepancies i guess you'd say or like a few kind of like mistakes um not even mistakes but I kinda of knew this was gonna happen anyway because I really just went into this podcast like blindly. Like I had no like bullet points of a script of like watch talk about or anything. Like I literally just decided like, okay, now would be a good time to record this podcast and took out the magazine with the original story in it and was like, Okay, I'm just gonna go from the top of my head. Um, but because of that my thoughts weren't like fully clear or like ironed out before I started talking about it so it's no biggie or anything, but there's just a few times where, like, I notice I use terms like the government where, like, that's not exactly what it was I was talking about. Um, But yeah, so I just wanted to kind of reiterate my previous disclaimer that, like, I'm by no means an expert on politics or, like, know the ins and outs, like, nor do I claim to be. Um, This is just information that I've gathered from a module I did myself. And some research i did myself and then kind of like opinions and judgments that i've made from those modules and from that information i've gathered um but none of this is to be regarded as like the bible like it's not by any means like exactly the way things are um so yeah so i just want to acknowledge that but with that being said there's still some good information in here and it's still worthwhile taking note of and hopefully in future podcasts we can talk about this some more and maybe even have someone on who does know a lot more than I would and answer questions and stuff um and I was thinking too while listening to this if people would be interested it might be a good idea to talk more about like the specific parties because I'm really conscious that we didn't talk about um any of like the specific parties like Fine Gael or anything we didn't like go into any of that in this podcast um so that could be an idea for future ones um but yeah I just wanted to make that little disclaimer and I hope you enjoyed it equally as much and this time really is goodbye um so see you in the next episode thanks so much for listening and bye